Hey Central, thanks for joining me for another weekly update. On May 2nd, we have our baptism and ministry partnership class happening virtually for the very first time. You can take our baptism and ministry partnership class by joining us on Zoom Saturday, May 2nd at 9 a.m. To register, just go onto our website and uh, click the link for baptism and ministry partnership. We would love to see you take these steps of faith. You know, Jesus said, believe and be baptized. And so we are to follow our Savior's instructions. If you have been holding out being baptized, just encourage you to take the class and you will be on the road to taking that step of faith. If you've been at Central for a while but haven't become a ministry partner, it's our way of seeing as a church those who are raising their hands and saying, I'm in. This is my church family and I want to run with this group of believers. So invite you to hop on our website and register for the Baptism and Ministry Partnership class and you will get the details on how to join that virtual Baptism and Ministry Partnership class on Zoom. You know, it's interesting this time where we're finding what new routines look like everybody's home more. And that's not always a good thing. It can compound challenges uh, that you already face, whether it's relationally or even specifically in areas of sin in your life. Right? Some, some are facing more irritability because they're around family or roommates. More, the same few people are the only ones they're seeing. And then we don't have these outlets like going to the gym or going to a concert or going on a date with your spouse, things like that. And so being home more, having less to do, leads some to some uh, unhealthy habits. Uh, Viewing porn, statistics are showing, is way up right now. Alcohol consumption is likely way up right now. And so I want to just give you a word of courage um, from uh, the scriptures uh, today in Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 16, the apostle Paul says this, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For those are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, Let us also keep in step with the Spirit. 
when these verses tell us to walk by the Spirit, which is the focus of this passage, it's to constantly live by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's an instruction for every believer. Every believer, every follower of Jesus is to walk by the Spirit. Are you a teenager? Walk by the Spirit. Are you a parent? Walk by the Spirit. Are you single? Walk by the Spirit. Are you going through difficulty? Walk by the Spirit. Every follower of Jesus is called to walk by the Spirit and do so constantly. To walk by the Spirit indicates that this is something you do all along the journey of life. See, disciples, disciples of Jesus, students, learners of the way of Jesus, always follow their teacher around. And so to walk by the Spirit, therefore, has to do with following after Jesus one step at a time, each day and every day, learning how to be like Jesus and applying that to your walk with the help of the Holy Spirit. And there's a promise in this verse that we probably all need right now. Walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So those who yield to the Holy Spirit daily, who walk by the Spirit, have the promise that they will not gratify the desires of the flesh, which is a way of saying giving into sin. So when temptation comes, we all do one of two things. We walk by the Spirit or gratify the desires of the flesh. Because no one's in a fit of rage and praying at the same time. It's one or the other. No one's viewing pornography and reading their Bible at the same time. So this means when we are relying on the Spirit's power, we are not gratifying the desires of the flesh. And when we are gratifying the desires of the flesh, we are not walking by the Spirit. Walking by the Spirit is a daily yielding to God so that we do not gratify the desires of the flesh. The Apostle Paul goes on to tell believers that we should recognize the hope and power we have in our new identity as followers of Jesus. The text gives us two reasons. Our flesh has been put to death in Christ, and the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Verse 24 says, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Have crucified is in the past tense. When did this happen? This is precisely what happens at the moment of our conversion. Those who are in the flesh do not have the resources to crucify it. But when we trust in Jesus alone for salvation, we're uniting ourselves with Jesus, the one who conquered sin and death on the cross. So even though Christians still feel the temptation to sin, the desires of the flesh no longer rule over us. They no longer control us. If we belong to Jesus, we don't have to be dominated by the flesh because something decisive happened on the cross. Jesus won the ultimate battle. Now we simply have to deal with some cleanup duty until we see Jesus face to face and he delivers us completely. When we give our lives to Jesus, he takes our hearts of stone and he gives us a beating heart, hearts that can know abundant life, live without fear and shame, live full of deep and abiding peace, joy, and love in Jesus. If you are in Christ, if you are his, you have the power to overcome the desires of the flesh, even though the battle will be daily and will often be painful. 
Verse 25 says, If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. So there is a very real battle going on, yet at the same time, we should be encouraged. We belong to Jesus, and those who belong to Jesus have the Holy Spirit. We have crucified the flesh, and we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, and that's what we need for victory. The old desires still linger, but the Holy Spirit has placed a new desire in our hearts. Is there hope for you to change? Yes. Is there hope for you in this time of isolation where you may well be fighting certain sins daily? Yes. Yes, there is in Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is his grace extended to you. And it's not some existential alternative reality but into your real life here and now. Jesus died to save you, cleanse you, empower you to be victorious over sin by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. I want to read a prayer over you um, that's an old Puritan prayer, and it goes like this. I take shame to myself for open violations to thy law, for my secret faults, my omissions of duty, my unprofitable attendance upon means of grace, my carnality in worshiping thee, and all the sins of my holy things. My iniquities are increased over my head, my trespasses are known in the heavens, and there is Christ, and there Christ is gone also, my advocate with the Father, my propitiation for sins, and I hear his word of peace. At present, it is a day of small things with me. I have light enough to see my darkness, sensibility enough to feel the hardness of my heart, spirituality enough to mourn my want of a heavenly mind, but I might have had more. I ought to have had more. I have never been straightened in thee. Thou hast always placed before me an infinite fullness, and I have not taken it. I confess and bewail my deficiencies and backslidings. I mourn my numberless failures, my incorrigibility under rebukes, my want of profiting under ordinances of mercy, my neglect of opportunities for usefulness. It is not with me as in months past. O recall me to thyself and enable me to feel my first love. May my improvements correspond with my privileges. May my will accept the decisions of my judgment. My choice be that which conscience approves. And may I never condemn myself in thee I allow. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to talking with you again next week.